0: Turn up the volume. We're crossing live to the sports desk. What's fresh? What's making waves? Let's find out.
1: Before we get to you, Louis, on that, um, yeah, talking about those goals that Corey uh, Parker kicked, he kicked, he kicked three, uh, 586 goals. Before him, there was a player called Terry Madison who played for the Broncos. Terry Madison kicked 320-odd goals as well. Two forwards, two forwards kicking goals to that extent. Um, Quite incredible The Broncos just produced Back to back kickers Of that nature But Okay Let's get across to The sports desk And uh, What have you got lined up today With
0: so much pending Well I thought We would have a look at And I almost felt like Heels wanted to get stuck Into it for a second there But he didn't He held himself back I'm sure he wouldn't have Taken any satisfaction None at all In seeing England Lose their series To India Mm. Um, So that is done and dusted now. The fourth test in Ranchi concluded. uh, India won by five wickets. I don't know if you saw the um, remaining stages of it last night, but it was a really, really good partnership where things started to look a little bit sketchy um, between Shubman Gill and our man Jurel, who is just playing some unbelievable cricket. And uh, look, they managed to hang in there. So they finished 192 for five. It looked a little bit wobbly. That was a really important partnership and essentially it emphatically shut the door on this series, which now, barring that first test, you've got to say is actually a bit of a hiding. And Ben Stokes, well, he's kind of admitted as much, Smithy, because he said um, he has his side has been completely outskilled by India in their home condition. Um, they, He said he praised his team for going toe-to-toe to them, but quote-unquote didn't have a chance in hell of even competing with. So... Um, 3-1 doesn't look great But the way in which we've come to India Come at India Is what I'm most proud of (laughs) Australians will be laughing their heads off this this young and experienced team has been successful over the past years, but coming to the India is a completely different beast, something that this team has not been exposed to. The way in which we have reacted to everything, even being on the wrong end of three results, is something I'm incredibly proud of. We didn't have a chance in hell even of competing with India, but even today that wasn't an easy win for India, and I think they would admit that. I'm very proud of the way every player has thrown everything in India. No one has ever taken a backward step. So... They're feeling okay about themselves despite being hammered. Um, obviously, there's a test to come. So, what was your appraisal of the way that it's kind of the series hit, which promised so much when they won the first test, has kind of actually fizzled out to a bit
1: of a non event? Yeah, absolutely, it has. I mean, they did have a sniff actually, and they were 120 for 5 and teetering. Teetering, yes. So uh, Shruv Jarrell is a a new player I haven't uh, heard too much about, but what a great double he had in this Test match. Uh, He's the uh, second-windy wicketkeeper I think they've used. Where does that leave uh, Rishabh Punt uh, going forward? Because he was... uh, pretty much in their team, not for his brilliant wicket-keeping, but as a really good batsman who could keep a bit. So, well, all be injuries to see which way they go. But in the in, in a, uh, short interim anyway, Shrove Jarrell has uh, proved to be a, a terrific asset to them. Uh, they head to durham Charlotte now. Uh, it is a dead rubber. Not quite sure what uh, either team's motivation will be because they have gone at each other pretty hard. There's no doubt about it. Uh, durham Shaler I've only seen as a one-day uh, pitch, it does turn, uh, of course it will, it's India, uh, and it'll, it'll be uh, pretty tough for uh, England to put themselves, pick themselves off the, off the floor, but uh, what I will say about these guys is they, um, they, they talk positive, they play positive, and it doesn't seem like it's wavering too much, so uh, they'll put this down to um, an experience, and they'll move on at 100 miles an hour because uh, it looks like uh, uh, in defiance they're going to continue to play the game that way until perhaps it backfires at home. Then it might be a different story.
0: Yeah, well, you're, you're, you're bang on. You know exactly what that English media pack can be like. And um, I think going to India, there's a little leeway baked in. But you're right, at home, that's when the scrutiny really comes on and we're heading into an English summer. Although off the top of my head, I think they've got a reasonably easy one, don't they? Or actually, is it the West Indies?
1: Or it might I be the in Western, Western, Sri Lanka. Yeah, it's one they should dominate, and it's one they will go hell for leather at. Um, <laughs> and and I, I think it's fairly safe to say they'll dominate this particular uh, English home summer. Uh, but they've got one more thing uh, that Baz has to do before his uh, agenda is over, and uh, and that is to win the Ashes. Uh, missed out at home. Uh, it pretty close in the end, wasn't it? But, uh, they've got to go oh, to Australia. Yeah. Not this summer, but next summer. India's next big task is Australia and Australia this summer. What a summer of cricket that will be with massive crowds. And then, of course, the ashes goes without saying uh, the following year. So back-to-back big seasons of cricket in Australia. And uh, it'll be great. We'll be able to listen to that on SCN, their coverage coming across if you like. And, of course, you'll be able to watch it on Fox Television as well with their uh, unbelievably good coverage. So it'll be uh, a treat for next summer. And uh, then, of course, uh, after that, it's New Zealand in three years' time, Louis. And uh, you'll oh. be done with your OE at that point. You'll be back uh, working for a living. and uh, Unless, of course, you find fortune and fame uh, in the UK or um, the Northern Hemisphere. But I just digress here a wee bit. Uh, back to your sports desk.
0: Yeah, we'll go to the Premier League desk, shall we? Um, we, Sam have beaten Brentford with a hat-trick thanks to Jared Bowen. Uh, goals in the 5th, 7th, 63rd minute. Uh, so that's 4-2 there. And here's, a, here's a, uh, a name that you wouldn't have heard of or thought of for a while. Tell me someone I haven't thought about it for a while. I'm going to try on this one, Smithy. Anthony Kim. Anthony Kim. Do you recall an Anthony Kim? Terrific golfer. United States golfer, Uh,
1: very popular he was. Uh, I think he won one or two in a row, which really put him in the headlines. Um, And uh, Anthony Kim, I'm sure, played in a Ryder Cup. If he didn't play in a Ryder Cup, he played in a Presidents Cup. I'm pretty sure. Have I got the same Anthony Kim? He's probably more than one living in the in the world. He became the
0: first American. He became the first American under the age of 25 since Tiger Woods to win two PGA Tour events in the same year. He was a part of the 2008 Ryder Cup winning side, taking two and a half points from his four matches. So he he performed at Valhalla. Now, he is, how's this, after 12 years since his first professional appearance, um, he is back. No, sorry, 12 years since his last professional appearance. He is back joining Live Golf as an unassigned wildcard player. He's back on the Live Golf circuit. They've managed to draw out Anthony Kim. So the golf world has missed you, said Live Commissioner Sharky Norman. They've dug Anthony Lim out of the deep crevice of wherever he has been. And that is actually, as far as, I mean, I don't know what his golf's like at the moment, but that is actually quite interesting. (laughs) Oh, I find that
1: very fascinating, actually. So, uh, I wonder, do they put a figure on what Anthony Kim, after 12 years of no uh, high profile golf, what's an Anthony Kim worth to them and why is he worth yes. so
0: much? Oh, no. Uh, Kim will reportedly void an insurance policy payout of 10 million in order to return to the circuit. So, um, he will compete for the 15 million pounds prize fund on March 1st in Jeddah so maybe he's just I'm sure they've topped him up enough so he's obviously can pay that insurance payout but then he's going to be competing for the prize money so that tells you exactly how much there is on offer so it's a
1: novelty selection more than anything else he has got no form no uh, real recent experience to dwell on I it's not like he's been sitting the golfing head uh, you know headlights through going through high beam is it he's just he has just <laughs> been um, Anthony Kim who was last seen twelve years ago. That the most galling thing, it was bloody twelve years ago, it feels like yesterday. Good God. Anthony Kim. Nice signing. <laughs> nice nice signing, Greg.
0: He he's I remember um EA Sports PGA two thousand and eight or something on the PlayStation. He had the most unbelievably mm-hmm. accurate putting stroke. Um <laughs> David is texting the line here. Forty eight players in the league and you have to drag a guy out of retirement who hasn't played in twelve years. Well, wow, fire a shot, D. Beliski. Don't mind that. Um, he's come through to the hotline this. But we actually be due a catch-up with Boleski, wouldn't we? We would
1: be due to catch up with David Boleski if he's talking to us. That would be fantastic. He could just give us a thumbs up on the text line because um, you might want to talk to him about uh, our local tournament. And, and he made of There's so much golf on at the moment. I think the Honda Classic is on um, this weekend. Not quite sure of the quality of that field. It'll certainly be stronger than uh, the Mexican Open. I wonder if he tipped Jake Knapp to win uh, the Mexican Open. And if he did, thanks very much for passing it on, David. But we'd love to chat to you. Uh, particularly about the New Zealand Open or the golf tournaments that, that are coming up. I oh, love golf. I love watching my golf. And um, Dee Bieliski can make it profitable watching at the same time. Anthony Kim is a high-profile signing and another blow to the PGA Tour. A great result for love and good result for golf. There you go. That's from Taylor. So there we go. That counters that one. Anything else on the sports desk?
0: Ah, no, it's kind of a quiet day. I know that they sent an injury update around about a couple of Crusaders players. Tomite Williams, I don't know if you saw this, but he really badly hurt his hamstring, and they haven't given a timeline, which tells me it could be a very long one. Did you see him flying down the sideline there, and it just went on him? Um, and obviously, they're pretty big hamstrings. We're not dealing with my sort what? of hamstrings. No. So um, I'm a bit worried about that. And Rivers Rayhan has hurt his shoulder. But yeah, Tomite Williams, Scott Robertson will be obviously using him as one of his biggest weapons this year in his first year as all-backs coach. So hopefully that's just it's because those hammies for big guys can be oh, they can be very tedious.
1: Well, and not only that, you've got to be very careful that you fix them because they can be ongoing. You, you fix them to the point where you think it's right, you think it's right, bring him back too early and Twang goes again. and once they start going, um, hamstrings can keep on going So that's massive Because uh, he is a massive bloke It will be a massive hamstring But he is a massive part of the future I'm sure for Razor Robertson and, and his thinking Maybe uh, in the next uh, three, four, five years Because he's such a young guy But such a huge, huge man It is 11.36 here on SENZ uh, We shall take a breather uh, We haven't heard from Daryl Mitchell for a while, have we? Uh, hopefully fully fit to go to the Basin uh, He was in a press conference yesterday And we shall, we shall absolutely uh, like to hear from Daryl Mitchell on uh, prospects for this weekend. It's coming next.